0: Welcome to the No Toes Down podcast at BitCat Country and SB Nation. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at No Toes Down and email us at notoesdown at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe and rate us. How are you feeling? You feeling good?
1: First of all, thanks Rescue Nation for keeping us on for another year. <laughs> I didn't expect that. We're podcast sophomores now.
0: I guess, How do yeah. you
1: feel about that?
0: Uh, pretty great, pretty great. Yeah? Yeah.
1: And how do you feel about the Jaguar season?
0: Oh, um, ecstatic? Probably not as excited as you are. No,
1: no obviously not. They're 1-0. and
0: I know. I watched the game.
1: I was not, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting a 1-0 start. That's for sure. And nobody else in the world was. Everyone's picking the Jaguars to be last in the, uh, in the NFL this year. Everyone's making fun of them. Everyone's talking about tanking. And, you know, the team is just not buying into that through one game. It's only one game, but
0: it's, yeah. a, it's a
1: great start. Minshew's, Everyone thinks the Colts are awesome, and we, we beat them.
0: Yeah, Minch has been pretty great. But I will say, though... Mm-hmm. That very first touchdown that the Colts made, it was like... What
1: what did I say? Swiss cheese?
0: (laughs) It was like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, my God.
1: It was so bad, and it just looked like... Everyone said it. Oh, well, this game's over. Yeah. Let's put on the latest action movie or whatever. (laughs) Um, But, no, they persevered. They came back. uh, And we'll start each podcast this year with my predictions at the beginning of the year when the schedule was re- was released, we went through the quick you know reaction to the yeah. schedule, and I did a prediction, and I picked the Jags to win this game. Yeah. so let's tally it up one for one.
0: Yeah, you feel good about that through one it? game. Yeah, you feel I good do about feel it. good
1: about that. Um,
0: what did you pick for? Do you remember what you picked for the next game with the Titans?
1: I definitely picked them to lose, but I would be glad.
0: Minshew would be ashamed. I know. Of you. I would
1: be glad to be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. But I did pick them to lose game two. So. When we revisit it next week, I hope I'm wrong and the Jags are two and zero. All right. But let's talk about the first game. Yeah. What's the first thing we're going to talk about?
0: Uh, We are going to talk about the rookies. Oh,
1: there's a lot of rookies on this team. Another reason why all these people said, "Oh, well, they're going to suck," but the rookies showed up.
0: Yeah, two caught my attention for sure: Henderson and Robinson. Those were. I don't, I don't know exactly what they did. You know me. I'm not great with the terminology okay. at all. So but, what caught
1: your attention?
0: But they, they, you know, they made plays. They Is did the make word? plays.
1: Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that football lingo. Well, I'd say C.J. Henderson, four pass breakups, an interception, some massive tackles um, in short-distance situations, and, you know, the knock on him was that he couldn't tackle He also had zero interceptions last year in college, and he already got one, and it was a big one. It really kind of changed the momentum of the game. That's amazing. Um, So that was really good. Uh, Who else uh, else did you mention? Robinson. Robinson. So undrafted rookie. I hadn't even heard of him until maybe like, until Leonard Fournette got cut, and they're like, this Robinson guy is going to start. I said, Robinson? (laughs) Who the heck's Robinson? So did some research. Undrafted rookie. Isn't like brash. He's very quiet. And I, you know, I've seen a couple interviews and, you know, he's pretty low key, but man, I think the first run I saw, I forget if it was like five for five or seven yards. And I said, wow, that's better than Fournette already. <laughs> he made a cut and changed directions. Fournette just runs into people. So that was nice to see. Hopefully he can keep it up, but great. Um, we had Chase on and, you know, he had an interception, but it caught, got caught pushed or called back because of a a bad penalty but it was a nice play you know he didn't stand out a huge amount but he's a defensive end rookie 20th pick overall it's gonna take some time but your boy lavisca lego chanel lavisca (laughs) chanel he had a really good game scored a touchdown uh, made a couple big catches and i also heard that you know i think he caught the ball three or four times and every time he was never tackled to the ground Got a no. touchdown, or he ran out of bounds, or they had to blow the whistle dead the one time because he just wouldn't go down, but no one was moving. So he's a bit of a beast.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. So the rooks. I'm glad you. I'm glad you noticed they made plays.
0: Yeah. I mean. I mean, it's we don't really know who's on the team anymore, so it kind of yeah, helps. Is a
1: bit of a different to team. get some
0: names standing out. So. Yeah,
1: but. You know, if, if these if these guys come out of nowhere and play well and the young guys play well, it's just, you know, the, the fan base will really gravitate to that, right? <laughs> Rather than these privileged guys who have been drafted high and have attitude and don't care about the team, they care about themselves. You don't see that so... Yeah, we'll we'll see. It's early.
0: Yeah. All right, what's the next thing we're talking about?
1: I want to talk about the defense. They gave up a lot of yards, you know, early on in the game, it looked really bad, but... They were kind of bend, don't break. And do you know what that means when I say bend, don't break?
0: Um, don't give them the first touchdown within, like, a couple seconds. So that happened.
1: <laughs> but after that, it was bend, don't break. So the next, the next possession that the Colts had, they basically Swiss-cheesed them again all the way down the field, and then they went for it on fourth and one. Um, like, it was, like, inside the ten or inside the five-yard line. And they made the stop. And then after that... You know, Phillip Rivers and the Colts would have yards and and they'd make some plays here and there. But, you know, when it really counted, especially in the second half, they they got the interception. I think they stopped them again on fourth down. They got another interception. They were just making plays. So the Colts didn't punt the whole game, Mm -hmm. but they only ended up with 20 points. 20 points? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good defensive effort, especially for the young group. So I really like that. Some clutch third and fourth down stops. Okay, and last but not least, let's talk about your boy, oh, Minshew. Yeah. What, what, what did you notice with Minshew?
0: I noticed he has a bit of a flare now. His hair is longer. The hair is
1: flopping. I know. No
0: so, I mean, I'm waiting for those uh, masks with my, with the mustache on it to come. That is a sure good Because I'm that would I'm, be... I'm
1: surprised we haven't seen those yeah, yet. Yeah. like Call wow. them up. <laughs> That's amazing. Well... In terms of the game, he was 19 for 20, which is kind of unheard of. Not crazy amount of yards. He didn't even throw for 200 yards, but three TDs. He was efficient. The red zone last year was a huge issue for Minshew and the Jags. They were settling for field goals far too often, not on Sunday. Um, and that, you know, huge fourth-quarter drive to, to take the lead and ultimately win the game. So props to Minshew, props to the receivers, just props to the offense as a whole. It was a good start. The offensive line looked good. Nice.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of weird to say, but they they look like a team. Not that that's a bad thing. I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to say that's a weird thing. But no, it's true. They, they look like they had a plan and that they were sticking to the plan because a lot of the times they look like they have a plan, mm-hmm. and then like people just go on and do something totally. Once something
1: goes bad. Yeah, you know. it's
0: like it just fails, right? Yeah. So this time around, it was interesting to see how they played and there was just something about them that looks so much like, you know, they were a team and they have this sort of rhythm that it's still early on, mm-hmm. but it's it felt more solid. So I think that's kind of nice to uh,
1: Yeah. see. them. I think you have a point with they are a team. Yeah. Um, Not to go too far because we have a segment to talk about why we feel like they're more of a team later Uh at the end of a podcast. But no, you're totally right there.
0: All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll have our what did they mean segment Mm -hmm. followed by something a little bit new, a little bit different. But yeah, we'll see you soon.
1: Nice tease.
0: And we're back. So we're going into our segment. What did they really mean? Are you excited for it?
1: Yeah, and you're gonna be doing the quotes this time. We're yes. gonna stay away from the uh, the actual video quotes that I've stolen from Jaguars.com. <laughs> um, too much editing. But. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. So, um, when Minchu was asked how he felt about the tanking talk around the media, he said, "I don't care what you all talk about. We're going to do what we do. Try to win one game a week. That's all we can do. We're very excited about this start."
1: He's being super polite about this. What he really wants to say is, you know, none of you guys take us seriously. You all think we suck, and we're going to show you that we don't suck. And through one game, he can say that because they won. If they got smoked, then who knows what this quote would be like. But he's basically saying, like, none of you guys know football, including us. We don't know football, like, like the pros. Um, so just see what happens. We haven't even played a game yet, and you're already writing us off. No, nah. yeah. So he, I'm sure he's pretty pumped about that.
0: I'm actually really... I really like this quote from him because it honestly seems very genuine. Um, it's also that kind of approach of, like, why are you so worried about a season? It's kind of like the take one day at a time and don't worry about the, like everything over an expanded period of time it's like put your mind on the game and think about one game at a time and not like well they're gonna be terrible this entire season it's like you've just written them off yeah um so yeah i really do like this quote from him and and
1: he's becoming the spokesperson of the team and the leader of the team like you can see in the locker room after the game, the guys are rallying around him, and he's the one talking. And he's a captain. He's the one saying, "You know, guys, there's only one game. Let's one more." And everyone's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> so it's it's good to see. We need that leader because you know the the Jaguars really haven't had that leader. Clayus Campbell sort of was in the past, but he it's it's a big difference when the quarterback's the leader. So go Gardner.
0: Yeah, and our second quote is from him again. Um, this was his comment on James Robinson's big hurdle play.
1: Oh, yeah, that was sweet. Uh,
0: his quote was, it was kind of funny. After a big play like that, you jog to the ball and look back to see if there are any flags, Minshew said. I think right tackle Jawan Taylor and center Brandon Linder were like, who the hell is this kid? They were astounded as I was too.
1: Yeah, that's just saying, like, we've, we had Leonard Fournette, who was the number four pick in the draft, and he never jumped over anybody like that. A hurdle, right? Yeah. And this guy in his first game, he's never played an NFL game. He's never played an NFL preseason game. And you're telling me in his first game he's, he has the, the cojones <laughs> to jump over defenders and take it another 20 yards? Like, it was amazing. I was freaking out when he did it. It was so exciting. Just hope he can continue to do it. But you know, I think what Minshew was saying is like, Man, how's this guy undrafted rookie and he's already doing this incredible and even the rest of the team felt that so big that's big pretty boost? Amazing. Big boost. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: pretty amazing. Doing some long jumps out there. <laughs> it's really good. All right, last um, one. All right, last quote comes from Marone himself. Ooh, um, coach. And he says, This team has been through some things and later gone goes to say, This team has really instilled that faith for me. With no disrespect to any other team I've been on, this is the coolest I've felt, to, closest I've felt to a team since I've been head coach.
1: Yeah, so I think it's pretty obvious he's saying all those guys that we, you know, traded or let go or got rid of, those people were problems in the locker room, and it was pretty obvious, mm-hmm. right? And we'll talk about some of them later, but. Now he's got a team around him, they're young, they're willing to learn, they're willing to listen, and they just want to win and do the right thing. You know, everyone has an ego. If you're a professional player, you are an NFL player, you obviously have an ego, you think you're great. But so far, what I've heard through training camp, and, and again, it's one game, and they won. So if they lost, who knows if you'd hear this stuff, but everyone is just like about winning. And when things go bad, they don't start blaming each other and yelling at the coach and You know, quitting, it's just like, nope, head down, keep going, we got to win. So hopefully that continues. But in terms of, you know, the chemistry of the team, Mm -hmm. we'll probably see them more like we see the chemistry of the Toronto Raptors, right? It's just like, we're all in this together. And it's definitely not like been like that in the past with the Jags.
0: Yeah, and I have to say, I feel like there's a lot of hidden insight in this quote. Because like you said, he definitely he's definitely kind of touching upon those issues that they had in the past mm-hmm. in the subtle way, but I think that's such a huge compliment to his team for him to say that this is the closest he's ever felt to a team in all his time of coaching. He's coached a long Yeah, time. and that's that's really impressive and amazing. So I, I think that this team has probably felt – written off for so long that now that they finally don't have egos to deal with, that they can actually just focus on the game and focus on themselves. And it's interesting to see. I mean, we'll see what the next couple of games, you know, bring. But I think people even writing them off kind of takes the pressure off their shoulders Mm -hmm. so they Mm -hmm. can actually have fun and play the game. And I think... That's really going to impact them throughout the season. And it's
1: definitely easier on the coaches too. They don't want to have to deal with personalities, they just wanna deal about think about winning games and not have to, you know, manage people as much. Oh and yeah. You don't have to hold a can...
0: pacifier the whole time, I'm like, exactly. here, are you sad? Have one.
1: Yeah. So no, three good quotes and Hopefully the positivity continues.
0: I know. You right? you can't even sit still right now. So
1: what is this last segment that you're teasing out here? What's it about? I'm teasing. Okay. It is my idea. Yeah, Should totally. I enjoy it?
0: Yeah, you need to.
1: Okay. Well, everybody, this is going to be called Hating Ass Former Jaguar <laughs> Players. So we're going to stay up to speed and give the latest and greatest on former Hating Ass Jaguar Players. Okay. And I wonder
0: who those are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got lots of ammo in this first first week, but this week we're going to focus on four of them. Um, it might just stick to this four for the whole year, depending on how it goes. There's some Jaguar players that have left that we wish the best. AJ Boye, love him. Mm-hmm. Kaleis Campbell, oh, love him. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, nothing bad to say. Malik Jackson in the past, nothing bad to say about them. But we obviously had problems in the last 12 months, and... They're all gone now, and it was, it was kind of tough to take because they're good players, but they're gone. So hating ass former Jaguar players. What happened this past week? Let's start with number 7, 27 for the Jags, Leonard Fournette. What he said to the media when he got traded to the Bucks: I have a QB for the first time in my career. I wouldn't have included Leonard in this hating ass Jaguar segment. Until he said that quote and basically threw Gardner Minshew under the bus, threw Blake Bortles under the bus, even though they took him to the friggin' AFC Championship. And the Bucks lost their first game. Tom Brady threw two picks. Not saying Minshew's better than Brady, but Minshew was better than Brady this hey. week, right? And how did Leonard do? Can you, can you tell me how Leonard did in his opening game?
0: Um, he did five carries for five yards.
1: Wow, one yard at, one yard of carry. He gained five yards. Okay, just wondering. Leonard, get out of here. All right, next let's go to Ronnie Harrison, who is a nothing player. He left the team, and he tweeted, so relieved, or Instagram, either one, so relieved to be out of Jacksonville and around a new team who wants one common goal. Thank you, God. He went to the Browns. The Browns are a worse franchise than the Jaguars over the last however many years, don't and they have more you. issues than any team. Anyway, so he said that. Obviously, he got ripped apart in the me- not in the media by Twitter and you know the Instagram faithful, and like I don't maybe the next day whatever he says, y'all do the most with everything. Shaking my head, was not throwing shade or shots, just simply said what I said.
0: But what you said was shade.
1: Exactly. That'd be like me going, hey, Nicole, you suck at everything you do. And people are like, how could you say that to Nicole? It's like, oh, oh I'm I not throwing said- shade. I just said what I said. It was shade. Exactly. Yeah. So just, yeah. just another guy off the team. And how did he do? He played three plays, and the Browns lost by 32 Jags are one and zero, and they won by seven. Oh my just God. saying, okay. Just
0: hanging this one and zero over everybody's <laughs> head. <laughs>
1: all right, let's go to Ngakwe. Ngakwe left, and he's been, and you know, on his way out. Once he actually finally got traded, he was fine with the fans. But all summer and all through COVID, he was, you know, trashing the owner. He was just throwing things on on um, social
0: media on
1: social media all the time, just. You know, subtle subtweets or whatever you call them—not yeah. um, subtweets, whatever—but tweets you know,
0: and posts and like
1: yeah, and basically just th- you know just throwing the jags under the bus time after time, and he always posted this checkered flag, and no one knew what it meant, but whatever. Well, he went to the Vikings, was super pumped. I get it; the Vikings are supposed to be good, except they gave up forty-three points. And took an L week one. And how did Yannick play? We don't know because he wasn't even on the stat sheet. Nothing.
0: No. Nothing. So. Oh, well.
1: That's your third hating ass Jaguar, former Jaguar player. And last, certainly not least. Ah, Ramsey. Unfortunately, he got the win and his team got the win, but he got roasted all game by the Dallas receivers. And then. The play of the game that was super controversial, where he got beat yet again. Prescott threw the deep ball, the guy caught it, set him up to win or at least tie the game. Um, and they called an offensive pass interference. And when you see the replay, Ramsey did a friggin' Marcus Smart flop. <laughs> it's like people flop in football now, and he did the whole like whiplash thing, yeah. and he got it. Um but you know, he got paid all that money. Let's see, let's see what happens going forward. So we need the Rams to lose because the Jags have their number one pick. But anyway, um, obviously he validated the call, even though it was terrible. Um, but nice flop overall. Three negative outcomes for hating ass Jaguar players, and, and one positive win. So hopefully that trend continues.
0: Oh my goodness! How,
1: how's your thoughts on that segment?
0: Um, I mean, it goes against our positivity vibes, but. I understand that sometimes it's necessary to speak back to the players who do.
1: Yeah, because the speak team won't do it, so we'll do team. it on their behalf.
0: Oh, right. Okay, on their yeah, behalf.
1: Right, cool. Okay, well, not much left to say. We got the Titans on Sunday. I said I picked the loss. What do you think is going to happen? There's no fans in Tennessee.
0: It's up in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like you know, sometimes I'd be like, oh, yeah, here we go again. I know. But I think. They might pull through. They might. I think they're on a they're riding a positive high they right definitely now. Are. They're feeling good. And I think without fans too being present, that could actually help because Yeah. I don't know I don't know if players are really impacted by the recordings. Instead of actual fans yeah, being present,
1: obviously not the same so
0: idea. I think yeah, I think they're feeling really good, and you know they can't hear fans booing or anything like they can't actually see people booing them, right, right, or you know like yelling or stuff yeah. like that. So I think that might be a nice not. Yeah, there's no
1: real home field but, advantage this year, um, so that helps. That being said, the Jaguars aren't expected to win. They're like ten point underdogs, which is a massive margin. I don't. Uh, I don't see that happening. The underdog will surprise you. Game? It's like
0: the NBA playoffs right now, right? Well, not really the yeah, underdogs, the but like yeah, if it's the the people you least expect if to make Jaguars it. The
1: Jaguars can be the Nuggets and make the conference championship. Ooh wee.
0: Oh, I could just see (laughs) freaking Jacksonville. People would storm that freaking stadium whether they wanted less numbers or not. It would be ridiculous.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But stay safe, guys. Stay safe. Seriously, and wear your mask.
1: All right. Thanks for listening. We're excited to be back, and go Jags. Go Jags. All right, bye.